Ministries are famous for meetings happening behind closed doors, and you've pretty much been fired. You've been pushed out. You've been, maybe you've been manipulated out, but publicly you're getting up and saying, I'm stepping down, right? So if you're Elijah, if you're the Elijah, if you're the one transitioning out, you are the most susceptible to bitterness, okay? And so you have a choice to make. Will you lead people to Bethel, to the house of God, or will you lead people towards bitterness? Hey, what's up, Releaders? It's so good to have you back for another episode of the Releader Podcast. Um, I'm excited about today's topic because it's one that if you're a Releader, you will face this. In fact, you will face this many times uh, when you first come on as the Releader, but over and over and over again, you're going to become an expert at this. It's an ex- it's a thing that no one wants to be an expert at, but it is something that is certain, okay? Uh, so in ministry, particularly, I'm in ministry, but even if you're in the business world, medical field, education, doesn't matter what it is, um, there are a lot of uncertainties, okay? A lot of things, a lot of variables, uh, something different hits you every single day, but there's something that is absolutely certain that you are going to have to navigate, and that is transition. All right, transition. Transitions can be bloody. Um, transitions can be uh, very healthy. And I don't know. I, my, my in my world is ministry and education, so I can't speak to many of the other worlds. But I know that many times we don't always do this well. Uh, people are hurt. People go through pain. Um, things are not explained well. It can just get messy. And so, what I want to do today is I want to talk about tr- tr- transition. And what I want to talk about is how do we transition well. How do we do this in a, in a really healthy way? Now, I won't always do this. Uh, most of the time, my teachings are very broad uh, for all industries. Because I'm a pastor, um, I want to give a context today from that perspective, and I want to go to the Bible to do so. So if, if you'll hang with me, if that's not really your thing, just hang with me. The Bible is full of truth, and I want you to lean into this and see if there's a truth for you today. Um, there's several transitions listed in the Bible, but there's one in particular that I think is one of the most clear, um, one of the best examples of what transition should look like. Uh, in the Old Testament, there was a man named Elijah, and he goes through this process, through this journey of transitioning over to Elisha. Elisha uh, is going to be his successor, and there's this moment where Elijah comes up to Elisha, Elisha is plowing a field, and Elijah kind of takes off this mantle or this cloak as a symbol of his mantle, of a symbol of his anointing, as a symbol of his calling, and drapes it upon Elisha. And we think, many times we think, well, that's the moment of transition. That's the moment that the transition happened. But what I want to show you today is that transition is actually a process. Um, Sometimes transition can be a week, it can be a month, it can be a year. Uh, Many times a transition begins to happen internally first. You begin to feel it. You begin to sense it. And as re-leaders, we sense it. We know it. We we sense things coming. How do we do this well? How do we do this with patience? You in and of yourself, if you're a re-leader, you just transitioned. You just went through transition. And so from whatever angle, from whatever side you're on, on this teaching, I want you to lean into this and see if the Lord will speak to you in some way. So Elijah has this moment. Um, where he's on Mount Carmel, and he has what we would refer to as like his greatest moment, right? Um, He calls down fire on the prophets of Baal, consumes the fire. 
I won't go into too much detail, but it's a big deal. Okay. So if you're in business world, whatever, whatever your pinnacle would be. Okay. He's just experienced that. And then he runs off the mountain and he runs and he, and Jezebel says something against him and he runs and he, the Bible says that he sits down under a broom bush and prays that he might die. Um, little dramatic, but prays that he might die. He goes to sleep. It says he's exhausted. The angels feed him. And then he goes on to the mountain. The Lord speaks to him. What I'm trying to say is this journey from Mount Carmel to when the Lord whispers to him, if you zoom out and look at it from afar, really what's happening is he's going through transition. God is in the process of preparing him for transition. Because uh, just a few short chapters later, whenever the Lord speaks to him and whispers to him, he wasn't in the earthquake, he wasn't in the fire, he wasn't in the wind, the Lord speaks to Elijah and he says, I want you to go and name Elisha as your successor. Okay, that's in 1 Kings um, chapter 19. So this process happens. So this is, this is the context of the story. You have Elijah who's transitioning in. You have Elisha, I'm sorry, Elijah who's transitioning out. You have Elisha who's transitioning in. Okay, so at any given moment of your life, you're either Elijah or you're Elisha. You're transitioning in, you're transitioning out. Let me read this text for, for you, okay? There's four places that they both go. And I want to show this to you. The transition didn't happen when the cloak was thrown on Elisha. I want to show you the process of transition. And this is how we transition well. Second Kings 2, verse 1 through 6. So hang with me. Don't zone out while I read, okay? It says, The Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind. A whirlwind. Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. Okay, that's the first place. So one was transitioning out, one was transitioning in. They both went to Gilgal. Um, verse 2. Elijah said, stay, uh, said to Elisha, stay here. The Lord has sent me to, number two, Bethel, Bethel. One was transitioning out, one was transitioning in. Then you go down to verse four, and it says, then Elijah said to him, stay here, Elisha. The Lord has sent me to, number three, Jericho, Jericho. One was transitioning in, one was transitioning out, but they both went to the same place, okay? The last one is in verse six. It says, then Elijah said to him, stay here, uh, Elisha. The Lord has sent me to Jordan, okay? One was transitioning in, one was transitioning out, but they both went to the exact same place. They both went to Jordan, okay? What I want to show you today is that these four places were not just random places that they happened to go by. I want to show you symbolically what these each of these locations meant, and I promise you if you'll lean into this, you will see how whether you're the one transitioning in or you're the one transitioning out, you will visit these places if you want to transition well. Okay, so number one, let's go back to Gilgal. Gilgal. Gilgal is a place of beginnings. Um, Gilgal is a place where the children of Israel crossed the Jordan River and they stacked rocks. Gilgal was home base. Gilgal was where they set up camp. Um, uh, They stacked rocks right there. And by stacking rocks, they were symbolizing saying, you're home, you made it, okay? Uh, in Joshua chapter 5, it's just outside of Gilgal that Joshua saw the Lord face to face through an angel. He came up to him and said, are you for us or against us? Remember First uh, Samuel chapter 10, it's the, Gilgal was the place where Saul was publicly crowned king. Okay, Catch my hint. It's the place where he w- was given his identity as king. All right. Second uh, Samuel 19, after Absalom mounted um, an unsuccessful revolt against David, Gilgal was the place that David was crowned king again. 
it's the place where he was crowned king. It was the place where he was given his identity. Joshua 5, 9, uh, Gilgal is the place they crossed the Jordan River. And the Lord says to them, today I will remove the reproach of Egypt from you. So Gilgal was the place that the, the, the symbolism of slavery was removed from them. I will remove the reproach or the shame of Israel of Egypt from you. That happened in Gilgal. This is my point, okay? If you're in transition, whether you're the one, one transitioning in or whether you're the one transitioning out, your very first stop is a place of identity, okay? Gilgal is a place of identity. I've experienced this recently. I've stepped down from the King's University, and what happens when we become leaders is we begin to find our identity in our title, right? I've, I've been a president of a university and a seminary for five years. When that was stripped, when, that was, when, I, when I stepped down, when that went away, I have to take a step back and say, no, that is not who I am. I'm a son of God. I'm a child of God. That is my true identity. So, so for all the, this is what Elijah was having to go through. Elijah was having, he was being, he, he was giving the succession over to Elisha. And if you think that was easy, you're crazy. If you think it was easy to pass the mantle, you're crazy. That's hard because that's his identity. It's hard to do that. Um, in fact, Gilgal is a place that's very close. This is, this is also interesting in the New Testament. Uh, Gilgal is a place that's very close to where Jesus was baptized. Now think about what happened when Jesus was baptized. He came up out of the water and his father said, what does father say? This is my son in whom I'm well pleased. So before Jesus ever accomplished anything, before he ever had an identity as a savior or a, or a healer or a redeemer, he was first a son. This is what God will take us through. And this is why going through Gilgal is so critically important because before you're ever a pastor, before you're ever the president, before you were ever CFO, before you were ever a teacher, before you were ever a lawyer, you were first a son, okay? Your identity is not your title. Um, If you're the one transitioning in, okay? So let's say you're not transitioning out, you're transitioning in. Let me tell you something. You're about to take on something that is heavy, heavy, heavy. Elisha took on a mantle that was much bigger than his capacity to hold it. So what did he have to do? He had to say, you know what? This is over my head. When I became a lead pastor, I was in way over my head. When I became the president of a university, I was in way over my head. And the only way to transition in when you're way over your head is to go to Gilgal and say, this is not my identity. My identity is a son. Okay. Second place they went is Bethel. They went to Bethel. Now Bethel, if you study this in scripture, Bethel means simply it's translated to mean house of God. Um, it it, think about it this way. It's literally translated to mean home. Just go home. Go home. Um, Genesis 12 and 13, this is the place where Abraham built an altar. Uh, say it another way. This is where the Lord spoke to Abraham. All right. Genesis chapter 12 and 13. Uh, Genesis 28, this is the place where um, Jacob woke up. He had a dream. He saw a ladder, Jacob's ladder, angels going to and from heaven. He woke up and he's like, surely presence of the Lord was here and I didn't even know it. Like it was, it was the house of God. Um, Judges chapter 20 is the Ark of the Covenant was set up in Bethel and people would go there to think about this, to inquire of the Lord. All right. So they went to Gilgal together because Gilgal was a place of intimacy um, in the father. Okay. Uh, Bethel became a place of intimacy with the father. Okay. So Gilgal was identity Gilgal was identity in the Father. 
Bethel was a place of intimacy with the Father, and this is why this is important. When you're transitioning out, you're going to feel like you're 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 leaving something that's very familiar to you. And again, it's just as important as identity. You're going to need intimacy, intimacy, intimacy with the Lord. You're going to need to come home. This is what the prodigal son did. The prodigal son went out, squandered everything, and what did he do? The Bible says he came to his senses and he came home. He came back home to his father. And this is a process that you will feel the need to go through. Um, they were coming from a place of identity, heading toward a place of intimacy. And so Elisha followed Elijah to a place that meant house of God. Okay, so to all the Elishas in the room, to all the Elishas who are the ones transitioning in, um, it's really important for you to surround yourself with people that are leading you toward the house of God. <laughs> it's very important for you to be taking taking those steps. And so um, think about it this way. Elisha refused to leave Elijah's side. So if anointing was contagious, I want to ask you this question. If anointings were contagious, whose anointing would you be capturing? All right. Who are the five that are closest to you? You, you are the sum total of the five people that are closest to you. Um, TKU for me, the church for me, I always wanted to be a leader that surrounded myself with people that were way smarter than me. All right. To all the Elijah's in the room, um, you're transitioning out. Now, if you're transitioning out, you are the most susceptible to bitterness. All right. Um, if you're transitioning out, you might be the one that's transitioning out, not because you wanted to transition out. Right. Um, church world especially is famous for this. Ministries are famous for this. Business world, maybe not so much. Ministries are famous for meetings happening behind closed doors, and you've pretty much been fired. You've been pushed out. You've been Maybe you've been manipulated out. But publicly, you're getting up and saying, I'm stepping down, right? So if you're Elijah, if you're the Elijah, if you're the one transitioning out, you are the most susceptible to bitterness, okay? And so you have a choice to make. Will you lead people to Bethel, to the house of God, or will you lead people towards bitterness, okay? And the only way to transition well is to be a bigger man, to be a bigger woman, and say, you know what? I'm not going to the house of bitterness. I'm going to lead people towards the house of God. So that's the second place that you need to visit. Number three, this is the hardest, but it's my favorite. Number three, whether you're the one transitioning out or you're the one transitioning in, you have to go to Jericho. You have to go to Jericho. Now, Jericho is a place that's famous for battle. I mean, everyone knows the story of Jericho, even people that don't believe in God. They like remember the story of the battle of Jericho and the walls coming tumbling down. I would present this in a little bit of a different way. Um, the, the battle of Jericho, it was a battle, but I would present to you that for the Israelites, it wasn't a battle as much as it, as it signified surrender. Okay. And this is what I mean by that. Um, the people of Jericho never surrendered. They didn't surrender. They refused to surrender. The only people that surrendered in the battle of Jericho were the Israelites. Okay. They surrendered. They surrendered a couple of things. Uh, they surrendered their plan. <laughs> like, I don't know about you, but if I was going to battle and we were going to fight Jericho and the walls were uh, unscalable and Joshua told me, hey, um, we're not going to use swords. We're not going to use bow and arrows. Uh, we're not going to use knives. I'd be like, okay, uh, what are we going to use? So, so we're just going to sing. It's going to be awesome. We're going to march around in circles, and we're going to sing. 
the, they had to surrender their plan. They completely surrendered their plan. They, and the second thing they did, they surrendered their life. They surrendered their life. You want to go to battle with no weapons? You're, they're willing to surrender their life for this cause, right? Um, and they surrendered their victory. They didn't even get the victory. Jesus, our God got the victory. They, they didn't even get to, to, to keep the spoils of the battle. And so I think, you're, I think you know where I'm going with this. Let's pretend you're Elijah and you're the one transitioning out, all right? Um, it didn't happen the way you thought it should happen. You didn't get the severance you thought you should get. And even if you truly did resign and you're leaving super healthy, you didn't get honored the way that you should have been honored. Am I right? I mean, I'm guessing, probably right. What do you have to do? You, you better go to Gilgal. You better get your identity right. You better go to Bethel. You better go and get your intimacy from the only place that can give you true intimacy from God. And you better go to Jericho. You better surrender. You surrender, you surrender, you surrender. All right. If you're the if you're Elisha and you're the one transitioning in, you better get ready to surrender too. Because what you thought was going to happen probably won't happen. Um, it's easy to lead from the second chair, and then all of a sudden Elisha becomes Elijah, and I'm the first chair. And the plan that you thought was going to happen and the timing that you thought was going to happen and the gains that you thought were going to happen won't happen. You know what you're going to have to do? You're going to have to surrender. You're going to have to surrender. It's a critical, critical, critical part of transitioning well. It's by far the hardest, but in my opinion, it's the, it's the most important process of transition is the process of surrendering. And last but not least is the one that we can get excited about. Finally, they came to Jordan. All right, they came to Jordan. Now, Jordan in Scripture is very clear. Um, Joshua chapter 3, the Israelites crossed over the Jordan uh, after 40 years at flood stage. Worst case scenario, the waters parted, miracles happened. Uh, 2 Kings 5 is where Elisha told Naaman to go dip seven times. It was, it was the place of deliverance. It's the place of, of breakthrough. It's the place where it all happens. It's the place where we finally win, Right. Um, in 2 Kings chapter 6, Elisha caused the axe head to float in the Jordan. Uh, 2 Samuel 2, 17 and 19, the Jordan was crossed over to engage the enemy. Um, Mark chapter 1, is the, is, it's very close. It, it is the place. The Jordan River was the place that Jesus was baptized, and the sky split, and the Lord spoke. Um, Jordan is a place of breakthrough. It's a place of breakthrough, and it's what you all are praying for. It's what you all are hoping for. And I want to encourage you that your Jordan is coming, okay? If you transition well, there is a Jordan for you. It is the place of crossing over. And many of you are believing that God is going to cross you over to the other side. But I want to warn you, I want to encourage you in this process, you cannot get to Jordan without going to Gilgal. You cannot get to Jordan without going to Bethel. And you cannot get to Jordan without going to Jericho. You must find your intimacy in the Father uh, at Gilgal, uh, your identity, I'm sorry, your identity. You must find your intimacy with the Father at Bethel. You must surrender to the Father at Jericho. And then you can experience complete breakthrough by the Father uh, at the Jordan. So I pray this blessed you. I pray it encouraged you. And honestly, I prayed it convicted you. Um, we are called to transition well. We are re-leaders. Uh, we transition well, okay? You are not the pastor. You are not the vice president. You are not the president. You are not the CFO. You are the interim CFO, 
All right. You are the interim president. Whatever in your mind, whatever your business card says, put an interim in front of it in your mind because there will be a last day for you at that organization. It's coming. I don't, it may be a week from now. It may be a hundred years from now, but you will have a last day at that organization and it's up to you to transition well. And Releader, it's up to you to transition other people well. Do it well. You're a Releader. You fix stuff. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here today. Go to Releader.co and subscribe. We would love to have you a part of what God's doing here. Now, we finish the same way we always finish. Go fix broke stuff.